0: That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And... craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radios iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free
4: hello and welcome it's our number one our number one of our radio show it's all about college basketball as we are back at it for a new week of programming here Hope you heard the fifth-hour podcast over the weekend. Well, Duke, Kentucky, and Indiana are not in the tournament. How big a blow is it to not have those traditional blue bloods a part of March Madness? We discuss right now in our number one. Putting names in boxes. That's what they're doing. Everyone watches. Everyone, every year. Well, not last year, but every year, people check it out. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show, and a new week upon us here as we are in the air everywhere, spreading the gospel coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from inside the theater The theater of the mind. Well, Drew Brees attempted to upstage the biggest day of the year in college basketball. It did not work. We're going to start with college hoops here. It's the lead for this hour. We'll have plenty of time to address Drew Brees finally announcing his retirement from the National Football League. Oh, he was seriously contemplating not retiring, ultimately decides to do just that. But it was a big weekend. The 2021 field has been announced. Selection Sunday, something that did not take place a year ago, back in a large way. I don't know if you had a chance to check this out. or you watched it, if you really aren't into putting names in boxes, you're more into filling out your own bracket. You don't really care about the actual process or process. But I'll give you the truncated version of events and what you need to know going into the opening weekend of the NCAA tournament, which is Just a few days away now. So Gonzaga is uh, right there at the top on the one line. Baylor, Illinois, and Michigan were all the number one seeds. Now the Zags were the number one overall seed. So they were number one overall. Uh, Gonzaga, is the fifth team since Bobby Knight's Indiana Hoosiers. Hoosier daddy, back in the 1970s, ran the table. The Bulldogs the first wire-to-wire number one seed from Gonzaga since Kentucky back in 2015. The last two at-large teams that got in were Drake and Wichita State. So they're the last two in, and they will play Thursday, not Tuesday, but Thursday in the first four game. UCLA and Michigan State will also play couple of traditional powers in college basketball over the years, they will have the other play game. Now, the better story, though, is in the losing locker room. And even on Selection Sunday into a Monday, the better story in the losing locker room, those that were left outside of this hootenanny, and we are talking about a number of distinguished members of college basketball who are nowhere to be seen. Up! and down and all around the bracket. You will not find Duke. Duke is dead. Kentucky. No. No bluegrass. I don't see any bluegrass from the Kentucky Wildcats. How about Arizona? The Wildcats who have their own scandal that they're dealing with with their basketball program. Louisville, not there. Indiana. The aforementioned Hoosiers who had the last wire-to-wire unbeaten team there. Last perfect season in the mid-1970s. They are not part of the 2021 field to win the championship, get to the Final Four, the whole thing. All right, so let us discuss the question. All right, several, as we just laid out, several of the biggest blue bloods in college basketball are not part of this tournament. How big a blow is that to the enjoyability factor of the NCAA tournament? So I've got biblical false advertising, and three-pack. And we will line all of these things up and put them together and make some baba ghanoush. Now, to lead off with, March Madness, in our little world, is an institution, part of the fabric, the calendar of American sport. It is an event that we did not have last season, the global shutdown, swallowing up the NCAA tournament of 2020. It was something that did not exist. Now, having it back is cool, but it's definitely not as cool without so many of the traditional superpowers of college basketball, the Blue Bloods, who have a national following. And a big part of the charm of the NCAA tournament uh, has been really, it's, it's a play on a biblical story, right? In the Bible, David versus Goliath. And you cannot slay the dragon if the dragon doesn't show up. And there's several dragons that are not there. And you say what you want, and Duke didn't deserve to make it, and Coach K has lost his fastball and all that, but Coach K is not walking through that door with the Duke Blue Devils. John Calipari and all those blue chip right to the NBA one-and-done guys, they're going to sit this one out with Kentucky. And even if you like the smaller schools, I hear that all the time. Well, I'd rather see the smaller schools win. Even if you're on that side of the aisle, you will agree that the win over the traditional monster of college basketball has more razzmatazz to it than just medium-sized school beating small school or small school beating medium-sized school that doesn't have the, the following. It's better theater. You've got better theater when the beasts of college basketball ends up getting eliminated in March Madness and w- whether that's you know duke losing in the second round to some directional school or kentucky getting to the sweet 16 and then taking it on the chin but you're not going to get any of that instead we have a grab bag of interlopers who have crashed the party it's a strange season because not everyone played the same number of games because of the COVID and all that, and uh, certain schedules all wonky. Now, further, when you're filling out your bracket, you might have already done that. Maybe you'll fill out multiple brackets. Many people do. Uh, You are going to see when you fill out your bracket, which is available on foxsportsradio.com, by the way, but when you fill out your bracket, you will see the traditional regions. You'll see the West, the East, the South, and the Midwest. Now, if you didn't see the selection show and you haven't been paying attention, that is what's known as false advertising because we're not getting a traditional NCAA tournament with 14 different venues across the country and everyone converging on one city for the Final Four. All 68 teams and 34-member traveling parties will make the pilgrimage, some of them already have, to Indianapolis. That is the mecca of college basketball this year more so than ever. The NCAA has attempted to create a pseudo-bubble uh, and uh, they, they're, they're not calling it a bubble because that's the NBA. That's the Mickey Mouse NBA, so instead they're calling it a, quote, controlled environment. And from what we're being told here, there are four hotels, uh, a couple of Marriott properties. A, uh, I think they're all Marriott properties, and the uh, NCAA teams will be held up there. Uh, they've got the Indiana Convention Center, over 566,000 square Feet to play with there and a connecting skywalk. Uh, so they're going to use that. And every uh, individual who travels to the NCAA tournament getting their own hotel room, how about that? No roomies. And uh, they have all the, the guidelines and all the restrictions and all that will be in place as far as uh, trying to track every move here uh, outside of hotel workers. Uh, there will be very minimal contact between the, college basketball players and coaches and uh, everyone outside of that controlled environment of college basketball. And uh, everyone will be tested up the wazoo daily, in fact. Even the bus drivers who are driving the players around, they'll be part of this as well being tested. So the players themselves, they will be using tracking devices, the NCAA, finding the money to come up with tracking devices to keep tags uh, tabs, I should say, on uh, where all these uh, players go, the contract tracing. Uh, so they they they've put that in there. And everything's in Indianapolis, so up to uh, 25% capacity. So there will be fans at these games around the Hoosier State. There will be fans at these games. They'll be played in six different arenas around Indianapolis. Two are actually not located within Indianapolis proper, but they're within 70 miles or so outside of uh, the hub of Indianapolis, and Lucas Oil Stadium, football stadium. That was the scheduled site of the Final Four, and uh, they will host uh, games there leading up to the Final Four, not at the same time. Multiple courts will be used at Lucas Oil Stadium and that. So there's a lot of moving parts to this, and they'll have 12 different. My favorite part of this is the 12 different practice courts at the Indiana Convention Center. And they've also spaced out meeting rooms and all this for the teams because usually you're just at the arena and there's only a few teams there and you can practice when you want. Well, they're going to have practices running from 9 in the morning until 10 o'clock at night, daily, daily until the tournament is trimmed. They trim the fat from 68 down to 16 teams, which starts very fast. I mean, you see teams eliminated right and left right after the games begin. Single elimination Leads to that. All right, last thing. So this is the time of the year that sports talk radio embraces college basketball. Now, normally as an industry, outside of scandal, college basketball takes a back page. It has always been that way in the modern era. But now everyone is a card-carrying expert when it comes to college basketball. As one of my old colleagues pointed out, I am actually a real card-carrying expert as a John R. Wooden Award voter. So I actually have a card that says I'm an expert, the John R. Wooden Award. Now, March Madness, an annual rite of passage, right? When you put names in boxes and all that, and the names and the faces change, but the message remains the same. Pick winners. It's all about winning. Now, for me, I'm going to give you my handbook. The Ben Maller handbook to watching and enjoying the NCAA tournament, it's a three-pack. It's selfish, grizzled, and ticket, right? The selfish part is my own bracket. Now, nobody cares about anyone else's bracket other than their own. It's all about how you seed the teams, right? Like, you don't care about my picks, and I don't really care about your picks, but we want to see our teams win. So the selfish part of that is, hey, let's see what we got here. All right, let's see what we got, and I've got my blindfold on and my dartboard, and I'm throwing darts against the dartboard to see what happens here. Now, the coaches are the grizzled part of this. From a gambling standpoint, and gambling becoming more and more popular and more and more acceptable and legal in so many jurisdictions around the country, but gambling really comes down to coaches. You're betting on coaches more than anything. Now, for reference, Chris Beard, he's the head coach at Texas Tech. You might remember his name from previous Texas Tech runs. But he's got a 9-3 record in the NCAA tournament. But in the first round, he has yet to lose. He's 3-0 in the first round. Done very well against higher seeds. Has yet to, yet to lose against uh, as a higher seed, I should say. And uh, has a winning record overall against lower seeds. So he's got a great record there. Tom Izzo. And Michigan State taking on UCLA to begin the festivities there. Tom Izzo's team, seventeen and five in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Normally, a powerful Spartan team, old Sparty, but not so much this year. And so you got to factor that in a little bit. And then you got Greg McDermott and Creighton who has a miserable record in the NCAA tournament. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes, but McDermott, 3-8 in the tournament, 3-5 in the first round, and he's got a 500 record as the higher-seeded team, and and 0-5 as the lower-seeded team. So there's all kinds of numbers, and it's paralysis by analysis. Now, the final part of the Ben Maller handbook to enjoying the NCAA tournament We've gone through the selfish part. We've gone through the grizzled coaches part, but the final part is the ticket, as in the lottery ticket. If you're a connoisseur of the NBA and you enjoy watching the NBA, this is a chance to do some scouting, some amateur scouting. And for example, if you look at your your big board there, your 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 uh, field of sixty-eight teams and all that, the West number six seed USC from the Pac-12, play the winner of the Wichita State-Drake Plan game. The Trojans feature a center by the name of Evan Mobley, who is projected as a number three pick, number two, maybe even number one in the next NBA draft. Now, if you look at the Midwest, the number four seed Oklahoma State, they play Liberty, a number 13 seed. The Cowboys on their roster this year was a guard named Cade Cunningham, who is tracking as the number one overall pick in the draft. And then the number one overall seed in the tournament, Gonzaga, Uh, they've got a a 6'4 point guard, Jalen Suggs, who is also projected as a top five pick. And so those are three of the players that I'm going to be keeping an eye on here, the blue chip players who will be showcased. And it happens every year that there's some player that is a fringe player that's not thought of as a... Surefire, like lottery pick, and then they'll they'll play nutso, play great, and then end up getting drafted higher than they should based on a couple of games in the tournament. People react to what they have just seen, so you have an opportunity here to put your foot forward and uh, make a good impression. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, we'll take your calls eight seven seven. 99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. You can join the fun. And listen, you don't have to just wait for a newbie night to call in. If you've wanted to call in, you don't have to wait for that. There's no. We don't have a, a rule. We, we ban people who are new callers. In fact, we don't. Uh, we just don't do that at all. All right, straight ahead. What about the leftovers? What about the leftovers? We'll get to that, and we will do it
3: next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
6: What's up? I'm John
5: Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My
4: first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my
6: first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never see me do that.
5: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Hey, won't That's be my name, goodness,
7: up, <laughs> <laughs> so Maller Militia. The Ben Maller Show is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. Join the movement and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller, And you can tweet at and follow me. Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Jawan Howard, former member of the 5 Fav, is replacing John Beeline. Yeah, number one seed in the tournament, too. And alive live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: J. Dot from Utah writes, and he says, this NCAA monologue put my plant to sleep in. I ended up burning my oodles of noodles on the stove for a free 99 monologue. Bad job by you, Benjamin, without the buttons. Emmett, the blind Seahawk fan, though, a strong disagreement from Emmett. He says, Nine out of ten, you perfectly described March Madness. I am looking forward to checking out the NBA players. The only thing we all care about is our own bracket. That is true. The Burner account says, talk about losing your fastball, Ben. College basketball lost the slider curveball and its arm velocity. It's like an old pitcher that stuck around too long and needs to retire. College basketball is rest in peace. Dead. It's dead, he says. Well, this was not a great year. Anybody that says, and you're going to hear a lot of cheerleaders for college basketball on television and radio over the next couple of days, and you can tell these guys are hacks when they say, well, this is a great year for college basketball. It was not a great year for college basketball. It was not. Uh, be honest, right? Be honest. Don't lie. And uh, college basketball has issues. Uh, a lot of things have issues, but college basketball was not particularly great uh, this year at all. At all. It was a very poor season in college basketball. Now, no one will remember that if if there's an amazing NCAA tournament and you have dramatic moments. You're almost guaranteed, based on the volume of games, to have at least a few really memorable moments if you're paying attention. Double O Mexican writes and says, B minus monologue, Ben. uh, How about a bracket challenge crew bet? The three losers have to buy the winner dinner of their choice, and whoever finishes last has to hang out with Brian Finley for a day. Well, that would be torture. We would get called into HR for a year. Can you imagine? Whoever finishes last has to hang out with Brian Finley for a day. What a nightmare that would be. My God. Uh, Marcelo says, horrible monologue, Ben. F minus, he says. Wow, what a way to start the show. Tough crowd? Yeah. Well, I want you to know that uh, if I had not started with college basketball, I would have been in the principal's office. So I, I had no choice. I had no choice. I had to go in. And I don't mind. I fill out my bracket. I'm in this little bracket challenge on the – company website on foxsportsradio.com. Rob the Goatman writes in, says, what I took away from your monologue, and I completely agree with it, everyone is an expert and nobody cares about your bracket. Nailed it, Rob the Goatman says. A+++. Just Josh, one of the Cincinnati bros, writes in, Brigadier General in the Maller Militia. And he says the American Red Cross has teamed up with the men's NCAA basketball tournament to hold a special blood drive this year, looking for a very rare type, blue blood. Yeah, they're lacking the blue bloods. Bozo, the district attorney, says, Ben, are you going to be doing Benny versus the Penny, the March Madness edition? Well, there are no plans as of this moment, Bozo, the district attorney, but money does talk. And you never know what tomorrow brings. So it's possible that that will happen. It's possible that that will take place. Inquiring minds would like to know. Now, I mentioned that this year, quite different in collegiate basketball with the change changes. Everyone's in Indianapolis, for example. But we also have leftovers. We have leftovers this season. It's a new wrinkle to your traditional field of 68 for the NCAA tournament, there are four teams that did not make the tournament. They were out. Their bubble was burst. But their bubble's on life support. They could come back from the dead. Those four schools are Louisville, Colorado State, St. Louis, and Mississippi. And what does this mean? In layman's terms, I'm going to explain this to you like you're five years old. So those four teams, Louisville, Colorado State, St. Louis, and Mississippi – have been put on a standby list. You know, like when you were back you know, back in the day, and maybe still going on now, I don't think the clubs are open, but you'd go to the club, you couldn't get into the club, but they had a list, and they might call you if there's a you know spot open up, they'll text you, you can go into the club. Well, the NCAA has closed the doors on the tournament, but you might be able to get into the club, so those four teams could end up in the bracket if one of the teams that was already... Put in there, notifies the NCAA by Tuesday night. So this is, uh, we got today, Monday, and then Tuesday by nighttime hours that they are going to withdraw from the tournament because of an abundance of caution and health concerns. Uh, Of course, the chances of that happening are slim and none because of the financial ramifications, but it's out there. So you have until Tuesday night, if you're one of the teams in the tournament, to say, hey, we're going to withdraw because of health reasons. After that. Check this out. So if you get through Tuesday and no one withdraws, then those four teams, Louisville, Colorado State, St. Louis, and Mississippi are sorry, out of luck. And then after that, if a team pulls out because of a health protocol situation, they don't have enough players or their star players out, and they're not going to play, from this point forward, after Tuesday night, we will see a forfeit. You automatically advance. So you could see a team getting – To the Elite Eight. Let's say we get down to the Sweet 16 and then a team has to bow out of the tournament because of a health situation. Then whoever they were going to play, boom, put them up, move them up, a couple of pegs on the big board there. So keep that in mind. Another part of intrigue for the NCAA tournament here in 2020
3: Twenty-one. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
7: So, Ben, not a surprise. The NCAA tournament, if you've been paying attention at all, the Big Ten was considered by most to be the best conference this year. They get nine teams into the NCAA tournament. That is the most of any other conference, the ACC and the big 12 each got seven SEC with six and the PAC 12 got five in. Now as for the big 10, they got a pair of number one seeds in Illinois and Michigan and a pair of number two seeds in Ohio state and Iowa. It has never happened before that one conference has earned four of the uh, top seeds in a single NCAA tournament. So uh, it's never happened before that a conference had two number one seeds and two number two seeds. In a oh. single NCAA tournament.
4: Well, I know I, I, I've seen seventeen thousand stories though uh, kissing the tuchus of Rick Pitino because the Gales, Eddie, they're in there. They are in there, led yeah. by the great Rick Pitino. I own
7: it. He's what is it? He's taken five different schools to the tournament. Uh, yeah, like yeah. That? I, I, I,
4: that's he's tied the. Is that, he it. tied the record, or he? I think, I think he's tied. tied the I think he
7: tied it. So yeah. we got Providence way back in the day. Yeah, Louisville. Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky obviously uh now yeah. Iona who is the is there a am I forgetting
4: something where else did he where, where else, else the, did Patino coach yeah, he was in right. Kentucky Louisville uh yeah I don't I think that's uh that's it we must be forgetting him it must have been one school that like some small school he coached at way back in the day uh, that's probably we yeah attention. that's probably true let's see he I started know, his so.
7: career at Boston University so maybe maybe that was it the Terriers of Boston Yeah, that's University? right. That's right. Known for
4: hockey more than basketball. Not a basketball school. I got you. All right. Well, thank you for that, Eddie. We're into the phones we go, and we say hello to Beer Drinking Brian in
0: Kansas
4: City. Leading off the show. Yes. Well, you do a monologue about college basketball, and the only one that calls is Beer Drinking Brian. Hello, Beer Drinking Brian.
6: Hello, Huh? I said the Minnesota Gophers don't do anything, so it doesn't matter. But you know the NCA. Uh, hey, he's very half part of him there. I almost feel like a weed man because I was talking to Coop earlier. Remember, I said I was going to watch uh, his shows over the weekend, but they're four ninety-nine each. So I need a go public. I mean, I'm on unemployment. I can't. <laughs> so you yeah, couldn't
4: watch me. Coop. The surcharge to watch the Koopa Loop movies was too much for you, and so you've decided to not—you did not do the Koopa Loop weekend of Liar, Liar and Dennis the Menace. Who's got to get paid, man? Yeah, Koopa gets to share of that money. That's you just. I don't, send I don't that know money if I—I I don't know if I do actually. I, I really what? don't. What?
1: Where's the money go? Well, I don't—I don't know because you know when I made the movie and signed contracts, streaming didn't exist. So I don't know how that oh, all you works call your as far agent, bro. As, as me being confident. Well, you know what they
4: determined? We talked about this last week, Coop, though. They determined that according to a court, streaming is like the same as home video. You probably, in your uh, when you were making those movies, they had uh, VCR or yeah, yeah. DVD or whatever. So they they claim that it's like that. So you should get like 20% of that. Hmm. It was uh well, Bill Nye the Science Guy sued Disney for some money, and he, the judge... <laughs> He lost the case, but the judge ruled that streaming is the equivalent. It's like the next wave of uh, instead of DVDs,
1: people just stream now. I mean, his name is on the show, and I imagine he's probably like considered a producer as well. So, but I mean, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess, with Dennis the Menace, I mean, I am the title character. I, I know. I should look. I should look into that. See, see what's going well, on. Oh no!
6: When you Google it, your name, is first on a liar liar. <laughs>
1: No, <laughs> it's a. Uh, I, I believe it's. I believe it's third billing actually on that one. <laughs> uh, well, it, it
6: was either a six-pack of beer or your movie. <laughs> well, you know you. I mean, you know it, what you about.
4: it. Yeah, you made the right choice. You made the right choice. Uh, <laughs> now, how did you pick the beer up? Because you can't drive and you can't take your tractor. So, did you have to walk to pick the beer up? Like, what was the move there?
6: Yeah, I had to walk, yeah. yeah. Well, well you know the, the, this is so messed up. It's like a kid in a candy store. My vehicle's all legal, I think I told you that. But I can't drive it. Yeah. So you know So when
4: it, when you go into a liquor store, does your head spin around like you're so, like you don't know what not to get? You want to get everything, right? You're you walk kid in the, the candy and, store.
6: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, half the time the cops are just watching me to see what I'm coming out with.
4: <laughs> you're a person of interest. Is that what you're saying there, beer-drinking Brian? Yeah. Ah!
6: Well, you'll find out in Las Vegas when you go down the uh, aisle with her.
4: Well, hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. Let's play the game. now. Wait a we... minute.
7: Is Ben walking her down the aisle? He said you're going down the wow, aisle. Am I walking yeah. you down the aisle? Wait a minute. Hold on
4: i I'm walking her down the aisle? I'm not her, uh, her <laughs> dad. I mean, well, come on. Please. Please. Uh, uh, only if only if Eddie walks you down the aisle. I'll walk her down oh, the yeah. aisle. How about that?
6: Eddie, are you in for that? I, I, hey, I used to be a goalie. <laughs>
5: you used to be a goalie? Well, <laughs>
7: <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I mean, yeah. do you need help? being? You think you're going to need assistance
4: uh,
6: going yeah, down the aisle, well, Brian? Yeah, I'll probably need all the pads and everything. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
4: You might need to catch him in case he falls there. You yeah. might not be able to walk in a straight line down the the aisle there. Where's Half pine? Is she not around? Is she? Oh, yeah, there? she's right here. Hello. Yes. Hello, uh, y'all. Right. Yeah. Oh, outstanding. Hello. Oh, oh. Most decorated, most decorated callers on yeah. the show. If you want to know how bad this show is, these They're are the two most couple. popular shows. Hey, hello,
6: Pine.
4: Hey, hello. What's up?
6: Oh my God. we
4: no clue. I got nothing. Uh, he's even, in the
6: doghouse.
4: No oh, he's in the doghouse. In the doghouse. Dog okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. What do he do? Uh, I, I was going to play a game, actually. I wanted to play the game. Remember, Weed Man's been arrested, like, uh, over 100 times or something uh, like that, right? Pay petty arrests, like uh, misdemeanor arrests. He's been arrested a bunch. How many times do you think Beer Drinking and Brian and Half Pint have been arrested? What do you think? <laughs> Uh, before you answer half-point, let's guess here. I, I'm going to say, why don't we do Beer Drinking Brian first? I, I'll say Beer Drinking Brian has had uh, 10, at least 10 arrests. Wow. Uh, Eddie, what do you
7: think? Uh, I'll go I'll go five. Five,
4: all right. Roberto? Uh,
5: i going to say six. Oh, okay. Koopaloo.
4: loop. <laughs> I'm gonna say two. It's because she just said two. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that too. But I didn't want it. You know. Well, nobody said anything. I thought I was the only one that heard it. Uh, I heard it. He's heard it.
7: he's hidden a couple of arrests from half pint, right? Men, all men have yeah, secrets. Yeah, I gotta so.
4: be. You know, she doesn't need to know everything. Uh, she does not need to know everything. All right, Reveal all answers. right. Uh, re- we need answers. Reveal answers. Reveal answers. How many arrests for beer drinking, Brian, over the years? <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: she's asking, right? yeah br- she says two. Br- two. okay, all right. uh what about half pint? you think half pint's been uh, been arrested at all over the years here? One. Uh, one seven. yeah, yeah it's got to be seven. half half of Brian because she's half pint.: Yeah, she's half pint. uh I'll say they mash. They're a perfect couple, so I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna go two also. Uh, Eddie, you think one? one. All right, reveal answers, half-point. How many times have you oh. been arrested?
6: Well, how many ones do you want to count? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow.
4: Oh, she's coming? the hoodlum. She's the wild woman, Eddie, in the relationship. Uh, she's the crazy one. How about that? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, how many
6: treatment, tries. I went to treatment three times. Yeah. Um, prison treatment. Uh, then I went to prison one time, and then is it.
4: I didn't understand that. we right, were trying to look at it like I a, went to, num- I went like to a number, You went to prison. Back. You you've been to prison yeah. four times. Holy! Yeah, crap. They got lo- there. Oh, they got treatment centers. Oh, they got treatment
6: centers.
4: Yeah, you can either go to Malibu yeah, or yeah. prison for the silly. treatment. But, uh, but I understand. went to prison one well.
6: time.
7: Then months, I did seven months. I don't I think we're
4: right All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the answer's a lot, Eddie. The answer is she's been arrested a lot. She's four times at least in jail, so probably a couple other ones without. So she's she, uh, way more than beer drinking, Brian.
7: Well, she is the driver of the John Deere, so, you know. Yeah. She met me on
6: my John Deere wearing McGee I thought i like give a ride on
4: my John Deere. You learn something new every day, Eddie. You learn something new every day. Well, speaking of learning something new, did you see the photo that has gone viral? A security guard after the Atlantic 10 title game uh, taking the COVID protocols very, very seriously. And there's a an, it really has become an, an amazing photo. You, you look at it, you know, photos worth a gazillion words and all that, but a security guard choking a, I guess this kid's a, a student. He ran out on the court after the Atlantic 10 title game. And uh, the, the photo, which was taken by another student, pretty crazy. One of the more bizarre situations you'll see, the security guard, the Atlantic 10 title game, he, he puts this person holding a, a high-end camera in a chokehold-type situation uh, and very, very upset by uh, this this person running out in the court. Apparently, the, kid, the, the guy that had the camera was allowed to be out there. The security guard, though, was very concerned about him violating the protocols there and put this... He was filming St. Bonaventure's celebration on the court to document that probably some documentary or something like that and uh, this guy this this uh, thug security guy came over there and just laid him out i mean you're not supposed to be here and poof, man Oof. Don't mess with the, the Bonnie security team there. Do not mess with the Bonnies. Well, we talked, uh, I think it was on
3: Friday's
7: show, about the uh, security guard that came after you for the Dr. Yes. Pepper. So, yes, you know.
4: chased me down the street because I took a Dr. Pepper out of Up against of the hard Center one here. Years ago. All right, look at the time, Eddie. Look at the time. Uh, we'll have the NBA pick coming up here in a moment at 877-99. We'll also take some calls as well. This portion of the Ben Maller Show. The show that you are listening to right now made possible by Farmers Insurance. Call one eight 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 farmers and you can save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. Time now for the Who Am I game. I am the only player to score more than 62% of my team's points in an NCAA tournament game. Who? Who am I? Again, Who? I'm the only player to Who? score more than 62% of my team's points in an NCAA tournament game. Who am I? That in the NBA pick them, Time permitting. Next. Who?
0: 6 p.m. book an exclusive reservation with resi global dining access right this way because the american express platinum card offers access to the centurion lounge must see live events and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with amex terms apply
5: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
7: From the first moment you tune in, you know the Ben Maller Show is not your garden variety sports talk. We welcome all the freaks of nature to the Maller Militia. Facebook's an online amusement park for all of us. You can chat with other super fans of the show. It's simple and it's free. Help support our show by liking our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show.
4: And live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. I am the only player to score more than 62% of my team's points in an NCAA tournament game. Who am I? That is the question. What is the answer? This portion made possible by Farmers Insurance. Call Farmers today for a quote, and uh, the answer's flown in. Tortilla Man Tony says Chris Kamen is the correct selection. Jason in Rocky Mountain, Virginia, checks in with Half Pint. Pauly D says Larry Bird is the way to go. Tiger Lily in Michigan going with Magic Johnson as his uh, selection. Mr. Nice Guy checks in with President Barack Obama. Stephen Curry guessed by Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan. Kike Hernandez of the Red Sox from your sports source. Reggie Miller was guessed by the Notorious B as his answer. Pat Swilling from Big Lou in the LBC. And you have an answer, Eddie, please. Uh let's go with Danny Manning. Uh Danny Manning of Kansas. Well, Eddie, that, that's actually right, Eddie. It's Danny Manning back good. Buzz yourself, Eddie. Roberto. Buzz <laughs> <laughs> yourself. But it wasn't in eighty it wasn't in, uh in eighty eight. Remember that that run, I think it was eighty eight or eighty nine. It was uh maybe it was eighty nine the run, but it was in eighty seven. He had forty-two points. The Jayhawks had sixty-seven points. In a Who? second round game, Kansas beating the vaunted Southwest Missouri State back in 1987. That's 62.6% of the points. And that leads us into so it's Danny Manning. That leads us in now to the NBA Pick'em Daily Fantasy. We don't have a lot of time. Coopaloop got a full card on a Monday. You are up first there. I'm on a streak. Eh. It's gonna continue with Hurry my up. first pick. Luca. Wow. Wow. All right, Eddie. Go ahead, Eddie. Giannis, I don't All right. I can't believe he's still on the board. Nikola Jokic. Boom. Done. Uh, Roberto. Uh, LeBron James. All right. One more. One more. Uh, let's go uh, with, uh, let's see here, James Harden. James Harden. All right. Give me LaMelo Ball. Eddie. Uh, I'll go with uh, Steph Curry. All right, Koolaboo, who you got? Koop? Oh, this is great. I'm going to go with Julius Randle ah! and
5: yeah, DeMontis
4: Sabonis. All right, go ahead, Eddie. Bradley Beal. Ah! All right, uh give oh, me the great Kawhi Roberto. Leonard uh and with who? the final pick bringing up the rear Roberto. Uh Kyrie Irving Kyrie Irving, well, he might not want to play. Maybe you'll see the play. Earth is flat or something like that. He might not show up. But there it is, the NBA pick. Wow, we got time it in there. To I told you didn't wow. think. It. you're a doubter. Wow, Roberto. you're a doubter. We got it in. <laughs>